helping you live well, stay well, while keeping pace with today's rapidly changing healthcare environment. That's Summit Medical Group. And now it's time for SMG Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. When you have diabetes, the importance of foot health and annual foot exams cannot be underestimated. Research conducted by the Center of Disease Control and Prevention shows that diabetes often causes problems with feet and legs, and these problems can be severe. My guest today is Dr. Marco Yusuferi. He's a podiatrist with Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show. So tell us a little bit about some of the complications that arise with people's feet when they have diabetes. Sure. Some of the complications that patients have are usually vascular and neurological. Um, <clears throat> with the neurological portion being the most common, uh, you get uh, neuropathy and neuritis, where patients end up having loss of sensation in their feet, which leads to patients having problems with possible ulcerations, infections, and sequela of amputations to the foot. So, Doctor, why does neuropathy happen when someone has diabetes? Why do they get that nerve damage that can lessen their ability to really feel what's going on in their feet? Well, neuropathy happens from high glucose levels in the, sh- in the blood. Um, basically, patients who have either chi or don't follow the dietary needs um, end up having high blood glucose, and the blood glucose uh, ends up metabolizing in the nerve to an alcohol, and alcohol deadens the nerve peripherally and you start having numbness. Initially, it starts out towards the toes, and progressively, as time goes on, and patients who are really bad with their diabetes end up getting it almost up to the knee, um, to the point of, you know, you could literally put a needle into their leg or their foot, and they don't feel any of it, uh, complete numbness. Wow. So they can have problems like stepping on something and not even really realize it. Now, what about foot ulcers? How do those happen? What are they? Well, foot ulcers are basically a breakdown of the skin on the bottom of the foot, uh, sometimes the back of the heel. And again, when you have neuropathy, you lose the sensation part of the foot, which allows you to know if something's painful. So patients typically who don't have neuropathy end up getting a callus, and the callus causes pain, and then the patient stops, you know, either to the podiatrist or changes their shoes, and they, you know, get better. Patients with neuropathy can't feel that, and the callus ends up breaking down to an opening of the skin to a sore, which can become infected. Um, So basically, loss of sensation creates this unknowing pain that they can't feel that ends up causing a a wound on the bottom of their foot. What happens if they notice this wound and it's not healing properly? Well, if they notice the wound is not healing properly, they should obviously seek medical advice as soon as possible. Um, These wounds can really go downhill quite rapidly to the point of gangrene or even possible infection into the body. Um, so I explain to patients anytime, always have someone, if, not, if you cannot visualize your feet, have someone look at your feet in the family. And, you know, as soon as you see either a pre-ulcerative lesion like a, a callus or a sore, to make sure you follow up with the podiatrist. And at that point, they can begin some conservative treatments, whether it's offloading pressure or wound care at that time. What can they do, doctor, about the skin changes that happen with, you know, the skin on your foot and if you're getting really dry or getting those calluses? People tend to go for creams and pumice stones and oils, and what should they be doing? Initially, when patients have dry skin, if it's just plain dry skin, everyone knows what dry skin is on their hands, you get dry skin. You can, Usually, I explain to patients, the best stuff to use is a, usually an emollient type of moisturizer, such as Aquaphor or used to it, or even the best I've found patients have told me over the years is Vaseline or a derivative of Vaseline. 
like petroleum jelly, which works really well to keep moisture to the skin. Because keeping the moisture to the skin keeps the skin pliable and keeps it healthy from breaking down as much and creating calluses. But when it gets much more symptomatic, the calluses get worse, or if you've tried some of the counter creams and you're not getting improvement, the first thing to do is just go see the podiatrist or a dermatologist, and they can really evaluate you to see if there's any type of problem, be it pressure, weight-bearing issues, shoe gear issues that can be causing this callousing of the skin. And do you take care, as a podiatrist, do you take care of calluses and sort of trim them down, or do people soak in a foot bath? What if they want to get a pedicure? Well, pedicures are really not the greatest things for things like this, especially as a diabetic patient. Diabetic patients should really not be getting pedicures because sometimes... They are very, or they, the places that you get the pedicure can be over-aggressive, and I've had patients come with wounds post-pedicures. Uh, um, but patients who, uh, you know, have a callus or something like that, usually they come to the office, we pare them down or shave them down, and then we figure out why you're getting the callus so to prevent the problem. So you don't just come in to get the callus shaved, but we can offload the pressure to the area or talk about shoe gear or talk about any type of preventative device like a custom-molded orthotic or a diabetic shoe that would offload the pressure to that area so it stops you from getting that callus. What's a diabetic shoe? A diabetic shoe is a shoe that's actually mandated by the government. So Medicare uh, covers diabetics uh, for a diabetic shoe, which is a custom-molded shoe. Basically, it's any type of shoe ranging from a sneaker to a hush puppy to a, uh, uh, a loafer type of shoe, but the inside of the shoe is custom-made to that patient's foot. So basically, we make a mold of the patient's foot, the mold gets sent to a lab. The lab produces this insole that goes into the shoe that's custom for the patient and prevents any type of breakdown of the skin or irritation or callousing. Wow, that's cool. So they have a special shoe that they can wear that can help prevent some of these things. And what else can they do at home? What about exercise, Dr. Yusuferi? Is, is walking long distances or running off limits for diabetics, or is this good for them? No, it's actually very good for them. But again, always check with your physician or primary doctor about starting an exercise program. And also make sure you have the appropriate shoes. I always explain to patients when they start an exercise program, whether you're 20 years old or 90 years old, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing, stretching, pre- and post-exercise. You know, begin slow pace. You know, you don't want to start doing a 5K marathon anytime as soon as you start exercising. Um, but basically, you want to slowly increase your rate of exercise. And exercising is extremely important for diabetics. I mean, for everything. Um, keeping that blood glucose low prevents you from having as bad neuropathy. And patients with neuropathy actually do better with exercise because you increase the blood flow to the feet, which helps tremendously. But again, you have to be sure that you don't have any ulcers or sores or anything like that that would make a problem. Um, but using, you know, appropriate shoes and, you know, inserts, uh, custom older orthotics, again, are extremely helpful to prevent any type of problem. What would you say about getting exams? How often should they see you if they're a diabetic to have their feet examined? And can they do some of these exams at home? Um, Usually a podiatry exam for a non-symptomatic diabetic patient is usually once a year. And most primary care doctors will send a patient for both eyes and feet as a diabetic. Um, As far as exams at home, uh, patients, you know, I explain to patients it's very much visualizing it, and sometimes having someone else visualize the feet. So if there's any irritations on the foot, red marks, um, you know, bruising, uh, changes in skin, either tone or texture, 
Uh, even nails, like sometimes nails become infected or you get a paronychia that nail. Anything can really be visualized because, again, you can't go by sensation. You can't even go by using your hands. Sometimes your hands will have neuropathy in them, too, so you can't feel. So always explain to patients, if you them, make sure someone else looks at them, and that's the best way to examine your feet at home. And do that on a daily basis if you can, honestly. What about foot massages and soaking in baths and things to improve circulation down there? Um, basically, those things are really not recommended. Foot, bath, foot bathing actually dries up the skin and causes actually cracking of the skin. I'm not big on that. So moisturizing the skin either on a daily basis or twice daily is extremely helpful. Uh, massaging the feet is also helpful. Again, you're trying to increase blood flow to the area. You know, a massage I've had patients use um, those, uh, I guess, uh, hand massagers or things like that to uh, increase blood flow to the feet, which is very helpful. But again, not to be overzealous, not to really push too hard, because again, you can injure yourself also. So in just the last few minutes, doctor, give your best advice for people with diabetes in taking the best care of their feet and why they should come to Summit Medical Group for their foot and diabetic care. Well, first of all, they should come to Summit Medical Group because as, as a whole, we can treat the patient in one fell swoop. I mean, we do everything from head to toe. And having that team approach is extremely helpful for the patient. So if there's an issue, we can, you know, call upon vascular, call upon endocrinologist, or call upon of a, um, a dietitian, so we can kind of make it a group effort to help the patient keep out of trouble. Um, as far as the most important thing I tell patients when you're diabetic is I'd rather see the smallest non-significant problem than have it kind of fester into something terrible. So as soon as a patient has a problem, if they're even concerned about it in place, but I'd rather have that patient come to the office and work it out and say, oh, it's no big deal or, you know, this is what it is, and we can get, get a hold of it before it becomes a significant problem. It's great information. Thank you so much. You're listening to SMG Radio, and for more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.